What's going on, everybody? John Keane, welcome to church. I hope everybody's had a great day today. Uh, it's just been a beautiful day where I was at, so hopefully where you was at, it was a really beautiful day as well. Uh, welcome to Give Love More. If this is your first time, I'd love to tell you, hey, welcome. I'm glad to have you. Um, you may be wondering what this is. Well, this is online church. Uh, you can find out more about us at givelovemore.com. You can also join our church at givelovemore.com. We'd love uh, to have you. Um, so what is Give Love More? Well, it's a judgment-free church. You're welcome to come as you are. So wherever you're at tonight, uh, whatever you uh, look like, act like, whatever lifestyle you have, it doesn't matter. You're welcome here at Give Love More. So uh, my name is John King, uh, and again, welcome. It's uh, it's a beautiful day. If nobody's told you yet today, allow me to be the first one just to tell you that I love you. Um, I absolutely love you. God loves you. Uh, I just want incredible things uh, for you in your life, and so does he. And uh, and that's what our church is really uh, all about, is spreading God's love. So tonight's message, um, I want to start off, uh, it's called, uh, just to give you guys an idea of where we're headed, uh, it's called Just a Dirty $20 Bill. Uh, just a Dirty $20 Bill. Uh, and you may be wondering, well, how is he going to flip that into a message? Well, you're about to find out. Uh, so, so, all right, just a dirty $20 bill. Uh, I want to talk to you for a second about value. Uh, I think in today's society with the rates of depression, with the rates of, uh, of, of seeking, uh, other people's approval in order to live our lives. I think that we have a serious self value issue. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is I think that people don't realize exactly how valuable they really are. I think that people today don't understand exactly how special they really are and exactly how meaningless a lot of the things that we exchange our value for really and truly are. I think that if we, we understood exactly how incredible and special we really are, it would alter some of the decisions that we make as we go through life. Not saying uh, that we would be perfect by any stretch, but I think that if we understood our value, maybe we would change some of our priorities. Maybe we wouldn't be focused so much on materialistic things or worldly things, and maybe we'd be focused a little bit more on what makes us happy, because life is short. Life is short. And the only people that think that money can't buy happiness is people that don't have any money. So, a dirty $20 bill. If I had a $20 bill in my hand and I crumpled it up, what would its value be? It'd still be $20. If I tore it in half, what would its value be? Well, it'd still be $20. We could throw it in the mud, we could put it in the toilet and take it back out, and it would still be worth $20. The incredible thing is that it doesn't really matter what you do or what happens to that $20 bill, that $20 bill is still valued at $20. Well, the same thing is true in our lives. It doesn't really ha matter what happens to us. It doesn't really matter what we go through. Nothing from the outside could ever affect our value. Just like that $20 being ripped in half 
it's still worth $20. When you feel broken in half and when you feel ripped apart, it's still, you're still valuable. You're still special. It doesn't change. It doesn't change your value. So we want to, I want to read some verses. You guys already know, man. I want to encourage you guys to to read these verses at home, go back through, see what God wants to tell you um, out of these scriptures that we're going to have. But I want to read a couple verses, uh, but I want you to understand a couple things going into this. Number one, you got to understand that your value is determined by the person that created the item. In other words, the value of Apple, of an iPhone, is whatever Apple who makes it says that it is that's the value that it has then we have to pay for that item right so they determine the value we as the people don't determine how much an apple iphone is worth well the same is said for us people don't determine how much we're worth or what our value is the maker of us determines what our value is and how much we're worth god who made us has given us a value to let anyone else give us a value instead is to be a slave to that person all right let's look at some verses that talk about what God's value is in our life. In 1 Peter 2.9, he says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right there, he's telling you that you are of royal lineage. That you're royalty. That you're royalty and you're his possession. You're not anybody else. We just talked about it. So who can give you the value? The person that owns you. Who owns you? Well, we just said whoever you give your value to, you're a slave to that individual. Let's let's look at it in a, in a more sinister way, right? We're real here. <clears throat> a pimp and a prostitute. A prostitute is slave to the pimp, right? Because that's who determines her value. Right? But in reality, in reality, he doesn't. It's just a misconception. It's a skewed mindset. Right? Much more. The prostitute is much more valuable than she even knows. And if she knew how valuable she was, then she'd probably be making a different decision. Right? And not saying that people don't go through things and have to make hard decisions to survive. Not That's not what I'm saying. Not judging anybody. But... But in the spiritual world, God determines her value, not anybody else. And the same is said, said with us, she's royalty, just like we're all royalty, right? And her value is not really determined by the pimp. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For the Spirit of God gave us, the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. That means that what God puts in you should make you want to love other people. What God puts in you should, should give you power. Power, right? He gives you your value. He gives you your power. He gives you your assets. He gives you the things that can get you through this life, right? Not that this life's not going to happen, right? Life's going to happen whether you want it to or not, right? It's not a question of if, it's when. Right, but, but when you have him, when you have your daddy, right, it's a lot easier to get through something than when you're by yourself. 
And so, so he gives us this, this ability of power and this ability of love to be able to walk through things and not allow that to affect our value or our mindset. 1 Corinthians 25.10, it says, By the grace of God, I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am what I am. I'm, I'm not what Joe Blow down the street says. I'm not what my teachers say. I'm not what my parents say. I'm not what my friends say. I'm not what my employer says, right? I'm not what the haters say. I am what I am. By His grace, I am what I am. I don't have to be fake. You don't have to be fake today. You don't have to pretend to be something you're not. You can be authentically you because that's the way God made you. And he'll meet you right where you are. You don't have to jump through no hoops. You don't have to, you don't have to dress a certain way, act a certain way, get up at a certain time, go to a certain building in order to, to be with God and to seek his favor for him to show up in your life. That's not what's required. It's only one requirement. You accept his love. And when you accept his love, you love yourself. And then God can do incredible things through you. But you don't have to pretend he'll meet you right where you are. You don't have to be anything. <clears throat> Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Right? God says right there exactly what he wants to do with your value. Right? What does he want to do? Does he want you to go through a despair? Does he want you to go through problems? Does he want you to go through through hard times and struggles? No. He's got plans for you. Right? He's got plans for you. He's got something down the road for you. Does that mean that you're not going to have to go through struggles to get there? No. No. Just like anything else, right? Anything good that's worth having, that's worth doing, it's going to have resistance along the way. But see, that's God's promise for you while you're going through the resistance. It's not that you're not going to have it. It's that God says, hey, look, man, just hold my hand. We're going to go through this together. It's going to suck sometimes. But just trust me, when we get to the other side, I know the plans I have for you. And they're not for you to have a miserable day. As a dad and as a husband, how many times, right, do we do we go to our wife with an idea, right? We're going to take our family to go do something. Right, and, and when you tell it to her, she's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And she'll, she'll buck every step of the way, right? And, and then when you get to the plan or whatever it is, everybody has a great time, right? And then on the way back, it's like, I know the plans I have for you, right? But sometimes they can't, we can't see those plans. So we buck the system the whole way. And it'd be so much easier, it'd be so much easier uh, hint, hint, Stephanie. It'd be so much easier if going through life, if we would just walk with him and not pull against him because it's already going to be difficult enough, right? You already got to get through the storm. So why do you want to pull? Why do you want to pull against the guy that can help you go through the storm? Just walk with him for, for he's got plans for you and you may not can see it right now. But on the other side for you is victory. On the other side for you is abundance. Abundance. But just like a beautiful flower that comes up, it's got to come up through the dirt, right? Until it gets to the sunlight and then it blooms. And so these are his promises to help you see your value in times where you feel like you don't. 
in times where you feel all alone or you feel like, man, nobody understands me. I don't even understand the point of, of this life. What's the purpose of me even being here? It'd just be easier if I wasn't. I've been there. I've been there. I understand what it's like to be in that dark place. To be in that, that spot where you just like, man, I don't know what else to do. But see, that's the time that you need to lean on these verses. That's the time that God says, don't worry about it. Come on, I got you. Let's go. Let's keep going. It sucks, but let's keep going. My dad used to take me running as a child. And he runs marathons and stuff. And obviously at 315, I did not carry that trade over. I don't, I don't do that same thing at 315 pounds. But, but... As a kid, I did, and I would run little 5Ks with them and stuff like that. And, and I can remember to this day how bad it sucked. You get a mile in, a mile and a half in, and you still got a mile to go, and your legs are burning. And you're just like, man, I don't even know why I'm doing this, right? I'm 8, 9, 10 years old. Why am I even doing this? And Dad's just right there going, just keep moving. Listen, we can slow down, but just keep moving. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. And then eventually what happens? Eventually that pain starts to wear off a little bit and it becomes a little numb. And it becomes a little numb. It doesn't hurt as bad. And then you just kind of get into a cruise. And then guess what? You cross that finish line. And it's like, man, that pain was so worth it. It wasn't that bad. I didn't have to stop. I thought I had to stop. I thought that I had to stop and rest, but I didn't have to stop and rest. I just had to keep moving. I could slow down. I just had to keep moving. Martin Luther King, the whole thing about the step, you don't have to see the top, just take the first step. You just got to keep taking the steps. If you'll just make a little progress every day, you'll be surprised how far you'll get. But if you stop and you argue with idiots, you stop and allow people to distract you, you stop and allow somebody else to steal your value and become a slave to that person for a moment, all you do is delay the finish line. All you do, do, do is delay, right, God's abundance for your life. God's abundance for your life. Last one right here, and then we're going to close. Luke 12, 6 through 7. Are not five sparrows sold for two, two pennies, and not one of them is forgotten before God? Even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You're more valuable than many sparrows. What is he saying right there, man? He knows exactly how many hairs each one of us has on our head. That's how valuable and special we are to him, right? We're like his most prosperous. My car people out there, we're, we're his, his Corvette that's polished up that's only got 10 miles on it sitting in the garage, right? For all my makeup people out there, right? We're his boxy Lux, right? That's got all the stuff or his, his Jeffree Star palette or whatever, right? We're his most valuable possession. He knows the ins, the outs, every single thing about us. And he says, don't worry about it. Don't, don't be afraid because you're too valuable for me to allow for you not to get to the other side, but you just gotta walk with me. You just gotta come with me. Listen, my, my hope tonight is that each and every single one of you will accept God's love for your life. It doesn't mean that you're gonna you're you're gonna have to to uh, uh, um, jump through some hoops. It doesn't mean that you've got to dress a certain way or be a certain. What it means is is that you understand how valuable you are. You're so valuable, as a matter of fact, that He took on human form, suffered, and died. He didn't have to. 
right? He could have spoke words and turned everybody into snakes if he wanted to. He chose to die as a sacrifice for us so that when he looked at us, he didn't see who we really were in sin. He saw the blood of the lamb instead of us. That's the whole point. So it's okay to be us. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not be perfect. You're human. You don't have to be. To, to think that you would have to be a certain way is to, to deny and, and water down and not really appreciate the true sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross. To think that you would have to follow some exact doctrine or you would have to believe pre-trib, post-trib, or you couldn't dance, or you couldn't live a certain lifestyle, or that there was any human fault whatsoever that you couldn't have to keep you from going to heaven would be to reject and, and diminish the sacrifice that Jesus made for each and every one of us. And, and we can't allow that to happen. We can't allow other people to, to influence us to allow that to happen. We're amazing. Listen, if somebody's told you anything different today, you don't need to worry. You don't need to worry. The weak are weak because they're weak and they're going to attack other people and try to keep them weak. They don't want to see somebody get strong. And so when somebody's attacking you, just know it's okay. It's okay because they are weak. That's why they're coming after you. That's why they're hating on you or putting you down or telling you that you're worthless or beating on you or, or whatever they're doing. It's because they're weak. It's because they're weak. And you're so much more valuable than that moment of your life. Because the maker says you are. Not because I say you are. Not because they say you're not. It's because the maker says that you are. And one day, all of the people that did those things to you, they're going to have to answer for each and every one of them. They will. But it's not our place to judge. It's our place to love. And when you can truly love and you can truly forgive, then you can be truly free. And that's what I want, is for everyone to be free. I love you. Listen, I want you to go to the website. I want you to join our church. If you love this message, if you like this message, if you want to be a part of what we're doing, it doesn't cost anything. You don't have to commit to anything. We just want to know who you are. Got a gift for you. We'd like to send to you. So if you just go to the website at the bottom of the page, you can fill out uh, just a little form for us and you can join our church and be a part of this movement and what we're doing. It's a judgment-free zone. Listen, I don't care who you are, your lifestyle or anything else. You're welcome to come here. You're welcome uh, in our church and to be a part of our family. Um, everyone is. Everyone is. And, and right now, too, we're looking for people that are interested in joining our teams. We've got a blogging team, a social media team, a prayer team. Uh, so if you go to the website, you'll find all of those resources right there. Um, and we would just love to have you. We'd love for you to be a part um, of this ministry and what we're doing. Uh, I really hope that everyone found value tonight uh, in this message. My goal every night is simply to bring the truth is to let God speak through me and to bring the truth. And that's what the calling that he placed on me is. And so I listen and this is, this is where I'm at and this is what I'm doing. Because I'd rather, I'd rather walk with him than try to do something without him. And so I just listened and I went. And this is what he said, do so. This is what I'm doing. 
And so I would love for you to join this, be a part of this, share this out. There's so much negativity. So many people are confused about what God really is, what he wants, what the requirements are to, to, to gain his acceptance. And they think because of, of this stigma that the, the church has created, and by church, I don't mean the Christ church, I mean the physical church, uh, um, has created by not truly carrying the message of Jesus Christ, which is love. It's been a message of judgment. It's been a message of country club. It's been a message of if you don't fit this criteria, you're not allowed in our facility. And that's not what God asked us to do. God asked us to go and love every single person. Um, and that if you don't love, you don't know God because God is love. And that's what our church is based off of. Um, I love you guys, man. We're here every night at 10 o'clock. I hope to see you guys tomorrow night. You can find all the messages on the website as well as all the other resources. Uh, everybody have a beautiful night. If you got any prayer requests whatsoever, you can submit those uh, online or you can send them to the page either way. Uh, but we'd love to pray for you if there's anything uh, that we can do to help or pray or anything else. We'd love to add you to our list. All right. Everybody have a beautiful, beautiful night. I love you guys and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.